0: What's up my beautiful friends and welcome to the Glow Podcast where we discuss confidence, mindset, manifestation and so much more. My name is Mariana and I am here to help you banish your negative thinking and limiting doubts so that you can glow in all aspects of your life. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. What's up my beautiful friends, welcome to another episode of the Glow Podcast. How are you doing today? I'm so happy to be recording another episode and today It's going to be a pretty deep one because something has happened over the past few days that made me think a lot about my past and about what I want to share with you. And I feel like this is a really important topic that still not many people talk about. So here I am, of course, talking about the uncomfortable things that nobody wants to talk about, but we got to talk about them. Come on. And (laughs) today it is body dysmorphia and overall eating disorders in the modeling industry because i have shared on here before that i have struggled with an eating disorder when i was around 13 14 15 16 ish years old so that's like a long time ago at this point and i i feel amazing now and that's also why i share it because you know i'm really happy in my body and I'm really thriving, and I want to share that also on Instagram, you know, all of my healthy recipes and all of the love I have for food and for healthy food and for how I feel, and that is true. However, a few days ago, I was put in a situation, or I wasn't put in a situation, I put myself in a situation that made me regress 10 years back and made me feel like I felt when I was starting my modeling journey and feeling really as if I had to change my appearance to fit into a certain body type. So, a few days ago, (laughs) I was at a fashion show here in Prague, excuse me, and it was really not a fun experience for me in terms of my body and loving myself and it was really interesting for me to observe because like i said i've done so much work on myself and like every day i really love myself you know and truly i i mean authentically when i share with you that i have gotten over my eating disorder i mean it And this was why this was so interesting for me, because suddenly I felt just how I felt when I was 14. I was at modeling casting, and I felt as if I was too big, and, you know, the managers, the producers, the kind of the client for the brand, specific brand I was wearing, kind of implied it, and there was a praising of, you know, the very tiny girls, and the whole situation, I don't know why it made me regress maybe because I was tired on the day you know I wasn't really fully focused I didn't meditate on that day oh that's maybe also a big one <laughs> but it really made me regress and so comments you know about my body really got to me on that day and I felt really shitty at the end of the day and I felt like oh I shouldn't eat you know I shouldn't da-da-da-da-da. I should exercise more and then I really like believed those thoughts in the moment and then when i got home i realized like what bullshit like what the fuck just happened like i am like way over that at this point so then i started analyzing it and it was really just that i had an unsolved issue with this in a sense and you know if you have an unsolved issue with something it's gonna keep returning to your life until you solve it we already know that from other podcasts right (laughs) But this situation, this specific situation with this specific person, I'm not going to say who, but this person was there and they made multiple comments about my body. And the way my body is, I mean, I'm, I would say I'm very athletic. You know, you guys know that I do a bunch of sports and I enjoy them. You know, I move my body however it feels good. And, oh, there's a police alarm here. (laughs) Sorry about that. I hope you can't hear that. But as I was saying, you guys know that I love to move my body and I never force any exercise and I haven't for many years and I eat as much as I need and that's even what I know share on Instagram and social media that we should just eat however we're healthy, stop when we're full. And so I'm obviously not like stick skinny and that's not even something that is natural for my body nor is it something that I strive for. I mean I have you know like athletic thighs and my waist is you know sort of (laughs) I used to joke about it that I'm kind of like just straight you know I'm just like as straight as a pencil (laughs) I'm kind of shaped like a door you know like I have like no (laughs) hips no waist like I'm kind of just like straight um and you know I used to, like, struggle with that so much in the past. It's like, why don't I have a waist, you know, like, a tiny waist like the other girls? And, like, now I'm like, fuck it. Like, I love myself, you know. My body is so amazing. Everything it does for me, like, really, I'm honestly, truly, like, my body is a temple. I love it. And so that's why it was so interesting when this lady kept commenting on, you know, or, yeah. It was not just a lady. It was a few people. But they kept commenting on how, you know... My, my body's too athletic for modeling, like, I should stop working out my arms, and that's the thing, like, because you guys know I do a lot of yoga, right, and I have done yoga ever since I was 13, like, almost on a daily basis, so my arms are pretty muscly, right, but I love that, I mean, honestly, I would wish them to be more muscly, and that's <laughs> why I, I'm working out in the gym, Like I want to have, honestly, bigger muscle I, I love when I can see, like, muscles on a girl, like, Oh my god, I love that. Um, so it's kind of like funny because it's also a compliment when they tell me my arms are too musly. I'm like, uh Loki, thank you. <laughs> but they don't find that funny. <laughs> I learned. They're like, no, it's not a compliment. You have to stop working out your arms, you have to stop working out overall, you just have to do cardio and just walk, so you slim down. And I literally looked at them like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, are we literally like 10 years ago? Like this is not the thing anymore. Like ah you know it just makes me so angry because I always think that we're making so much progress in the modeling business and then I'm put in a situation like this or like I said I put myself in a situation like this because I ultimately said yes to going to this job but then I'm like oh my god like are we still living like a hundred years ago like this is not the ideal anymore and I I really want you know more inclusivity to be in modeling and And I thought there was, but apparently there's still a lot of work that we need to do about this because it is so, so, so incredibly damaging to a young girl to listen to this, you know? And it's so interesting for me to, like, hear those comments as a 23-year-old versus as a 13-year-old because that's essentially what they told me ever since I started modeling. I started modeling around the age of 12. Um, and I was like really scouted when I was 13, I believe, um, and then I, that's when I started modeling here in Prague. And then when I was 14, I started traveling, and so I started really early and really, you know, like I said, I'm not, I was never a naturally like super skinny girl. That's just not me. I did gymnastics when I was younger, so, you know, I've always had muscular thighs uh, and just like <laughs> this waist that I told you about. That's just kind of like straight. Um, and it was always an issue, and when I was younger, I couldn't separate that from, from me, it was almost like, when they were telling me that I'm too big, it was all I could hear, it was like, all I could hear was, I'm not, I'm not good enough, you know, and if you listen to my podcast, the previous one about sabotaging, you guys know that, like, this theme of not being good enough is, is the biggest theme in my life, you know, it's just, coming from my childhood and this sort of always feeling inside that I need to do extra things just to be good enough. So this was really, modeling was really triggering it because I so desperately wanted to make it and I wanted to book jobs that I was willing to do whatever it took. And that was horrible. And when they told me, you know, you're, you're too big, you're too fat, you're too, like, honestly, I'm using really kind language right now. The way they refer to it was not so kind, like, for example, "Oh my God, you're as fat as a pig, you know like they would say things like this to me when I was thirteen years old, and I remember I would go home and I would cry and I would do crazy things just to not feel hungry, you know, so I wouldn't eat and then, every time I lost weight, by the way, I would go to the agency every Tuesday every week to get weighed, okay. Isn't that crazy and if i gain weight during the week which of course i did because like weighing yourself is so stupid because literally your weight fluctuates throughout the day like so much like now i don't weigh myself obviously but if i would i would weigh like literally like a kilo and a half less what is that like three pounds less in the morning than i would in the evening just because of all the food i eat and also my cycle you know like it's just like so stupid to weigh yourself Anyway, they would weigh us every Tuesday, and then they would basically, like, give us a comment about how we did in the week, and basically, every time I had to do better the next week, and I had to eat less, and, you know, they would put us on these, like, crazy diets, and that's the thing, like, as a 13-year-old, I didn't know what's right and what's wrong, you know, like, also, in my family, like, no one ever like led me to just eating healthy and basically what I'm doing now just eating as much as I need in a healthy way um no one really knew knew that you know so I was like left to what the agency told me and they honestly I don't understand why they didn't like hire an like a nutritionist or a dietitian that would help us girls because it was really just the bookers who thought they knew what what works for losing weight and that's what they told us so for example like one week we had to just eat like yogurt and then they said (laughs) I was like so crazy then the next week we had to just eat like porridge like literally just that and then they said oh every day you have to like walk everywhere you have to just walk 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 and don't do any weight exercise you know like they had like these crazy ideas what we should do and they were not professionals at all but see as a 13 year old i didn't know that and i almost like believed what they said i believed that that was just like the truth about the world and about me you know and so if they tell me i'm ugly and fat then that must be true and i couldn't i couldn't separate it at all and that's why i think it's so dangerous for people to start so early in modeling especially if they don't have like the right background at home you know and like the proper like self-care and self-love first because it's just gonna go completely inside and it just became like this um, image I had of myself you know because I was I got very very skinny and very sick and even when I was very sick I thought I was too big you know that's how much they freaking messed with my head I remember completely living in uh, South Korea as a model and there it was even more crazy. Like, let me know if you want a story time about modeling in Asia because that's like a chapter in itself. But uh, that was insane in, in terms of how much they regulated our bodies. They would literally weigh us like way more frequently than just once a week and there when you go abroad to Asia and you're just like 14 or 15 the way it works is that they pay for your whole trip and then you're kind of in like a minus so let's say like the flight ticket was a thousand dollars then like the rent per month I was there for three months I believe so let's say the rent per month they would deduct like five hundred dollars and then, like, you're expensive, they would just, like, deduct it, so you'd be in a minus, and then, as you start booking jobs, you start first paying back the minus, and then you start making money, you know, Mm -hmm. but, like, if you don't make any money, then you don't owe them back, so it's, like, a risk that the agency takes, uh, just, like, (laughs) I don't know if you guys knew how it works, but that's how it works, uh, but basically, they also give you pocket money every month, and, uh, actually, we had it every week. I believe it was like eighty dollars a week. and that's with that, you have to pay like all of your groceries, all of your like um, public transportation, anything you need, you pay with that money. And I didn't have any money from home, so that was really all I had, right to to have food and stuff. <laughs> but the thing is that they weighed us so frequently, and when you, they saw that you started gaining weight, um, and by gaining weight, I mean, like, 600 grams, they would start deducting your pocket money, so they would start, like, instead of 80, they would give you 60, and then 50, and then 40, just to make you, like, so stressed to start losing weight, not just stressed, but then you literally didn't have enough money to buy food, you know, like, like, literally, because those girls were coming from families that, that, you know, didn't give them extra money, that didn't have extra money, so we were really, like, so dependent on the agency, and, yeah so then they would deduct our money and that was just so stressful for me and I was like oh I vowed myself like to never get to that point so then I didn't eat like you know preventatively uh, but I remember just feeling really horrible our, our apartment was like in the second floor or something that we had to walk up the stairs and I remember just taking forever to walk up the stairs because my head was spinning and I had no energy and I remember my nails were turning yellow and I just felt so awful that was when I was 14 and then I got home and I went to the doctor uh, like my general practitioner just like for a, a checkup and she told me that if I continue like this then I'm never gonna be able to have children and that was after I had lost my period for many many months and that really hit me hard, because I've always wanted to have, like, at least one biological child, um, I mean, I really want to adopt a lot of children, I also want to experience, um, pregnancy, at least once, so, but it wasn't only about, like, experiencing pregnancy, it was also, like, she was, like, even if you choose to adopt, like, you might not live to see that, like, you might not make it, because I was, like, under 50 kilos, and I uh, measure, uh, measure, (laughs) my height is 180 centimeters, so I was very sick, and it was a big wake-up call for me, but the thing was that since all I've done at that point was modeling, and all, kind of, all my friends were in modeling, it was so hard to separate myself from that, because to me that felt like the whole world to me felt that felt like all that was important and all that was in this world you know so how do you separate yourself from that so then I had to really just like take a step back I took a break from modeling but then my eating disorder obviously didn't just go away I mean I started going to therapy more regularly and that helped a lot but then my anorexia just turned into a binge eating disorder because I, I didn't know how to start eating and I would restrict, 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 and then overeat, but I would binge, like, guys, that was, like, crazy binging, and I, I made a YouTube video about binging on my channel on YouTube, if, if you're struggling with binge eating, I go more into detail there, but that was, like, something I wouldn't wish upon my worst enemy, because, honestly, that was worse than the anorexia, because I felt so helpless, and when my, like, hunger came, I honestly, like, it's insane how much I ate, like, I would eat everything that I saw, and it was almost like, it wasn't me, it was like this, I don't know, like, different person, just going completely savage, and just eating everything, but then, of course, then I would, after, feel so guilty, and I would just feel horrible, and, oh, that was, that was really not a nice time in my life, so, one of my eating disorders just simply went into another one. And then it was only when I started learning about healthy nutrition and about veganism that really saved me. And I started finally eating for a healthy body, not a skinny body. And I started feeling good in myself. And I started, you know, doing even more yoga and just having this athletic body type and just loving myself and never feeling hungry. And that's really, uh, that really evolved later on but I really struggled before and I didn't know I didn't know how to help myself and even now it was so interesting a few days ago when I had this job and everyone there was just like super tiny and you know not eating and it's just ah, oh, it makes me so sad for them you know, because I, I've heard all of the tricks in the book, you know, the girls say, oh, I'm trying to eat, but I can't gain weight, it's like genetic for me, but that was like a classic excuse, and it's, it's simply not true, you know, I spend many days with these girls, and they really don't eat enough, Um, and I remember using that excuse also, you know, when someone asked me before, just so like they wouldn't find out that I had an eating disorder we did like crazy things I remember with the girls from the agency when I when I was like 13 just to hide our eating disorder because like our parents would weigh us obviously because they didn't want us to be too skinny and then we would put like weights underneath our shorts just so we would be heavier you know and we would like only eat in front of like people so it looked like we were eating and like I know every trick in the book so it doesn't fool me. It honestly just makes me sad for them, you know, and um, now, like, that that I'm a few days after the job, I can see super clearly that this is not an environment that I want to put myself in anymore. It's just not good for my mental health, and mm, yeah, I feel like, you know, you guys know, if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I'm in a beauty competition and. Miss Czech Republic and I'm going to be competing in Indonesia at Miss Grand International I feel like that's different because they're you know they're more inclusive of different body types and especially the competition I'm going to I always love that there are many girls who are clearly athletic and um, they really praise the girls for that you know they have an athletic body type like girls have bigger thighs and muscular arms, (laughs) which I love. So that's why I, I want to rather do, rather do that and like just not model in the conventional way anymore. I mean, I, I'm really grateful that I did the job a few days ago just because it was like a final, mm, final realization that this is not the way I want to do things. And if you, if you're here listening to this and you're currently in modeling and you're feeling similarly but you still have the dream of being a model I completely can relate to that because I really wanted to make it as a model and I was like I said willing to do whatever it took and if it took just being unhealthily skinny then I was like okay I'm just gonna I'm gonna do that but I just wanted to let you know that you know you don't you don't have to do that and you can still make it even if you're your healthiest self and times are changing and we need to be a part of that, you know, we need to show that we are healthy young women who, you know, have amazing bodies just the way they are. And we, have, we need to have more body diversity and you are beautiful for being you. And if you have this dream of being a successful model or uh, a part of this business industry, then you can 100% do so. As your healthiest self and you don't have to at all restrict yourself just to fit into some freaking body type and who even created this body type like this um this this super skinny whatever you want to call it was created in like the 90s where a lot of drug use was at a peak and people were just like skinny from drugs Like, guys, that's not healthy, but yet we're still praising women for being that shape, even though it's unrealistic for, like, 95% of girls to be, you know, that skinny. Oh, and by the way, I'm not shaming at all girls who are naturally skinny. Like, not at all. This is not the place to... I am not the one to bash, like, any body type. Like, if you're naturally skinny and you're enjoying modeling oh my god that's amazing and I'm so happy for you rather this is a podcast more for girls who you know are struggling a bit with themselves and with body dysmorphia and feeling like they should change their body a bit to fit into a certain ideal Um, and I have a friend you know like my best friend she is just naturally super muscular and um, I, I just know how much she struggled throughout her high school years just because like this societal pressure and pressure from magazines and movies just to be like this one shape and it makes me really angry because she's my best friend and I saw how much she struggled and she's beautiful and I love her you know thighs and she just looks so sexy and um yeah like I'm I'm straight as a freaking pencil I mean I, it took me a while to feel sexy in that you know but so I was like envious of her small waist and big uh, big hips, you know because it's just sexy and I find it beautiful and it's beautiful that we're different and when we walk together, you know it's it's beautiful um, so I definitely want to emphasize that mm. there's an issue still in the modeling industry, and we need to talk about it and we need to talk about the fact that girls are struggling like the girls didn't really like eat backstage you know like that's not something that we should praise and I think many people don't know that because if you look at a magazine and you look at a photo you think that oh the girls they must have an amazing life they have it all here they're on a picture drinking margaritas on the beach in a bikini and they look gorgeous and it's just not like that and I need to record a episode just about modeling let me know if that's something you would be interested in just like the horror stories of modeling because oftentimes they would take this picture but then like it would not even be like such a pretty location it would be like next to like the garbage cans. that happened to me so many times like changing next to a garbage can and like not eating all day and not even being able to drink like the drink on the picture because it was like not a real drink it was like a like a gel or something you know it's like crazy stuff so if you look at these pictures well now you know what the truth is you know that the people are on the pictures are often struggling really and it's not something that we should look up to and rather we should work on being our healthiest self really eating for a healthy body not a, not a skinny body and loving ourselves and yeah if you want more of that join me on instagram because I try to share all of my recipes and you guys know that I eat big portions oh my god <laughs> that's like another comment I got a few days ago from someone in the modeling industry like how can you eat so much like you eat as much as a man I was like what the fuck like <laughs> are you okay, um, I was literally, like, honestly, it made me laugh, but, yeah, I mean, I eat a lot, and I'm not ashamed of it, I mean, who, who made, like, a standard for women to eat little, like, what kind of bullshit is that, sorry, but, yeah, so, uh, if you want more info about food, come and join me on Instagram, and let's just make, like, a community of people who love. To- to eat healthy food and love themselves and just feel confident in themselves and move their body however it feels good and I feel like yeah we need we need more of that and we need more awareness in also this business uh, also awareness from you if you're not in the modeling industry awareness that you know this is going on and it's not something like I said to look up to so yeah I think I'm gonna end this episode here because it was sort of like Sharing my experience of the last few days and just this realization of how much I regressed on this day, you know, and it took me back to when I was feeling helpless when I was 13. And that's why the emotion was so strong. Uh, But that's not me anymore. And I've done so much work on myself. Uh, So it's also important to like realize that, you know, even if maybe you have done a lot of work on yourself in this area and then a situation comes where you're suddenly like pushed back just to have compassion with yourself and just to be like okay yeah that's that's interesting kind of take a step back and just be aware of the situation you know just kind of observe it and um yeah i mean i would love to share with you my other experiences from modeling i mean spoiler alert they're not very positive ones because i just I never had a good time and the only reason really I did modeling and the only reason I wanted to make it was because I wanted to be an actress that was really my main thing I wanted to do I've always wanted to act Um, so I was only doing all of these things maybe to get some connections and stuff because I was subconsciously wanting to go into that direction so it always felt like I was kind of like out of place it didn't feel like the right environment for me and I really realized that a few days ago so I was like texting Axel, my boyfriend. I was like, keep me accountable. I'm never doing this again. And with like five exclamation marks. And he was like, okay, babe. (laughs) So yeah, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Uh, If you have any more questions about this topic or anything else you'd like me to talk about, feel free to message me on Instagram. And if you liked this episode, I would be so grateful if you could rate it. Uh, Like there are five stars. So how many stars you feel that this episode deserves and maybe a little comment about what you liked, what I could improve. I, I really love reading your ratings. It helps me so much. And it also helps that the podcast then reaches other people who might need to hear about this. So I'm always grateful for your resharing and your rating so yeah I will see you next week I hope you have a beautiful beautiful day a beautiful weekend ahead and yeah keep shining bye thank you for listening to the Glow podcast if you enjoyed it then please don't forget to leave a review and share it with a friend that you think might benefit from listening to this episode have a beautiful beautiful day and I'll see you in the next episode